Well, hi everyone. I've got an amazing message for you today. And the word is grip. Another word for grip is tenacity. And uh, I want to say to you, can we just get a grip? I felt like that for the whole of 2021. Can I just get a grip? Uh, I live in Auckland and uh, we've been in lockdown for a while. And so, um, you know, the beginning part of the lockdown, you know, people say, oh, it's so much fun. For me, no. Like, can I just make it clear? It wasn't that fun. Um, And throughout the whole time, mentally, I had to focus on what the task was, get my mind mentally prepared for this lockdown. And uh, what I love about the word grip or tenacity is it means it's the ability to hold on to something, to grip onto something and never let go. And sometimes we can do that with the wrong things, but I pray that when you hear this message, you would grip onto God, that you would hold on to His Word, that you would hold on to His promises. And uh, for 2022, can I just say, God has you. So God's got you in 2022, and I pray that you would get a grip as you hear this message. And uh, I just want to read out this quote. It's a motivational quote for those that love motivational quotes. Uh, Your problem is just a gym, so your faith can develop muscle and get stronger. So see your problem as a gym, so your faith can get stronger and develop muscle, get stronger muscles. So when I think about it, like going through lockdown period, my faith should be getting stronger. So when I'm going through something, I'm growing through something. So uh, there's this amazing scripture in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, 9. It says, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed. So we're puzzled, like, why is this happening? But not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we don't get destroyed. And I pray that that scripture would encourage you that even though you're pressed on every side, you're not crushed. Even though you feel like everything's just like, what is going on? God is still in control. He is good and you can trust him. And uh, there's this amazing story when I think about grip, when I think about tenacity, I think about this one woman and she is found in the book of Matthew 15, 21 to 28. And I love this woman because we can learn a lot from this story. We can learn from how she approached Jesus. She was a Gentile woman, so she wasn't allowed in the presence of the Jews because she was seen as unclean. And as I read through this story, you'll understand this woman was desperate. She was desperate for an answer. She knew that Jesus could heal. But she also knew that, you know, there was a chance, well, a huge chance that he wouldn't listen to her. So anyway, let me read it to you. And it's in Matthew 15, 21 to 28. The faith of a Gentile woman. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples 
urged him to send her away. Have you ever had like moments where, I don't know, maybe you're an introvert, you're like, can you just send that person away? They're really annoying me. Or you just don't want to be bothered. Well, the disciples were feeling like that. So the disciples said, tell her to go away, they said. She is bothering us with all her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. And, um, you know, we could see that as, well. Jesus, you're being rude. But in actual fact, in Matthew 10, 5 to 8, um, it says that uh, his purpose, now let me read that out to you. In Matthew 10, 5 to 8, um, these 12 disciples Jesus sent out, this is what Jesus said to the disciples, do not go among the Gentiles or enter a town of the Samaritans, go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. So it was basically what he had told his disciples. He said, look, our mission is to the Jews, not to the Gentiles. Well, not yet. And uh, so that's what he said to her. He just said, hey, look, this is our mission. But here's the thing, the lady wouldn't take one no or two no's for an answer. She came and worshipped him. Now that's pretty bold. Pleading again, Lord, help me. Jesus responded, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Now come on now. Is that what Jesus said? Throw it to the dogs? He's saying, look, um, Like, you know, that would totally offend me, but it didn't offend her. She replied, that's true, Lord. So she agreed with him. But even the dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. Like, she's like, just give me anything, Lord. And just her attitude. Now, that takes a lot of grip. This woman had tenacity. She would not let go until she got the answer she wanted. And I just really believe that's a word for us all, that when we're going in prayer, that we're not, you know, giving up too easily. Ask and seek and knock and, you know, go after things. Don't give up so easily until you know that God has answered you. Anyway, here's the thing. This is what Jesus said. Dear woman, Your faith is great. Your request is granted and her daughter was instantly healed. Now that is such a powerful story that this woman, she was a Gentile woman, knew that she probably wouldn't get the answer that (laughs) most people would go, okay, he said the first no, the disciples said go away uh, and then he gives me an answer that could offend me. But no, she kept, she she worshipped him. And here's the thing, would we respond in the same way? I read this story and I am so inspired by this Gentile woman because she knew who Jesus was. She knew what he could do and she wouldn't let go. And what I love about this woman was she showed up. Now, there are three things that I want to encourage you with is to show up. And this woman showed up to show humility, she went on her knees and she worshipped him. She wasn't going to let go, and she shouldered responsibility. Now, what does that mean? Shouldering responsibility means that even though it's hard, even though um, 
You know, it may not be my fault when I'm going through things. I'm going to shoulder the responsibility of my daughter. I'm going to stand in the gap for her because I know that Jesus is the only one that can set her free. She showed up. And um, as a mother, you know, when you show up to things, uh, it doesn't mean just showing up physically. It means showing up, being present when someone is speaking to you. Showing up means that, hey, I'm all here. God, this is me. I'm here. Have you ever been in a situation where, like, you've physically been to a place, but you're not really there? Or you've spoken to someone and they're like, huh, what? You're like, are you, are you with me? Well, I pray that you would be like this woman who showed up. She looked for Jesus. She was looking for him. And she knew that even though she was a Gentile woman, maybe, maybe, just maybe, he would look to her and he would show up for her. But this woman, she showed up. And what I love about this is what God said to me was, Kathy, as a mother, I want you to show up for your children. And uh, I remember, um, you know, before I had children, I was really scared to, be, to become a parent. I thought, you know, I don't know what kind of mother I'm going to be. Am I going to be one who's present? Am I going to be a good mother? I had all these fears. But when I had my children, I realized that, number one, they're my children. Number two, God, I need your help. <laughs> because it's not easy being a parent. And I remember... Um, even, you know, my, my girls were playing netball and going to their netball games. I didn't have a clue what they were doing, but the fact that I was there <laughs> meant a lot to them. But you know what? The next step was showing up, being present. So even though I was there, I was on my phone and I wasn't paying attention. And then my kids actually pulled me up on it and said, Mum, even though you're here, you're not even paying attention. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I don't, you know. Anyway. But it's being present in the moment. It's being present wherever you are. Am I here or am I always looking over to the next thing? I pray that today you would show up, that you would show up on behalf of your children, that you would show up, you know, for your marriage, whatever it is, show up for your friends. Maybe God's saying, I want you to be present in the situation that you're in right now and stop avoiding it. Maybe God wants you to show up in conversations. That's a challenge right there. And, uh, you know, when you have a relationship with Jesus, you can show up boldly. And in Hebrews 4.16, it says, So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it the most. We can come boldly before God's throne. We can show up boldly. We don't need to be scared. We don't need to pull back. Hebrews 10, 19 says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. Number two, this woman also showed humility. And for, for myself, for my own life, I know that um, I've been challenged, you know, uh, not to be a know-it-all as a parent, uh, or be a know-it-all in my marriage uh, when I think I know everything. 
but to actually humble myself. And I remember a situation where I was at a conference with my daughter, Ruby, and um, it was a Christian conference, and the lady said, okay, so I want you to turn to the person next to you. And she did this really bold thing. She says, I want you to confess your sins to one another. And I'm like, what? What? And I'm like, this would be a perfect opportunity to go to the bathroom. But I didn't. I turned around, I looked, and I thought, oh, it's either my daughter or some stranger I don't even know. So I turned to the stranger, and that stranger turned to someone else. And I was like, oh, no, I'm stuck with my daughter. And we just confessed to one another what we were struggling with. And, you know, like, I'm a Polynesian, so you're brought up not telling your kids your weaknesses. And I thought, no, I'm going to, you know, that's not God's way, by the way. We need to show humility. So I turned to my daughter, Ruby, and we prayed together. She told me her thing. And then I just said, oh, Ruby, I hate my brother. And I couldn't believe I said that because I thought, oh, my goodness, did that just come out of my mouth? And uh, I've had issues in my family. And I just, it was a real God moment. And Ruby just said, Mom, you need to forgive him. And so after that moment of confessing those things to my daughter, it was amazing, like the breakthrough of just showing humility, just showing weakness. Because asking for help is not weakness, it's wisdom. And that was a moment I will never forget because I thought, wow, you know, pride could say, don't tell, you know, don't, don't share all those things that are in your heart. And it was a moment where I knew something broke over my life that I knew needed to come out. And we need to show humility. See, this Gentile woman, when she came before Jesus, even though she was rejected once and twice by the disciples and three by Jesus' comments about, you know, the, the, the crumbs under the table given to the dogs, she still decided to humble herself and worship him. And it says in James 4, 6 to 7, see, God gives grace generously. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves before God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Number three, we need to shoulder responsibility. And that comes with ease. It says in Matthew eleven thirty. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden I give you is light. Jesus was our greatest example of this. He showed up. He showed humility, and he shouldered responsibility. And maybe you're asking, well, where's the scripture reference for that? Philippians 2, 5, 11, and I love this. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had, Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross, therefore God elevated him to the place of highest honour and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ 
is Lord to the glory of God. Jesus showed up. He showed humility. He humbled himself to the point where he came and died a criminal's death on the cross. And he shouldered responsibility. So he took our place on the cross. He died for our sins. And on the third day, he was resurrected. And he is the greatest example of someone who showed up, who showed humility, and he shouldered responsibility. And I pray that we would be a people that would show up, be present, be present wherever we are, that we would hold on to the power of God, that we would hold on to his promises, that we would show humility, that pride would just fall off us and we would say, hey, this is what I'm going through. I need your help. God, I need your help. And sometimes we can think, yeah, we can tell God, but there's something powerful about, about telling a human, another human, what you're going through. And that's the power of the church. That's the power of community. We need people in our lives. It says in the Bible that iron sharpens iron. Sometimes we can have conflicts with one another. But I tell you what's good about that is it shapes us. It molds us into better people. And I praise God for the people that tell me straight, what I need to change. And I thank God for the people that loved me through those hard times. I thank God for the people that journeyed with me when I was going through hard times in my life. And I pray that there would be an opportunity, or maybe you're going through something, that you can talk to someone, maybe an e-group leader, or maybe a friend. Let it be someone who knows God, who knows the Word of God. Why do I say that? Because I know that they can impart wisdom to you. They can impart uh, the best advice. Maybe it's for direction. I would talk to someone um, who's probably known God for a long time. Uh, not that, you know, I don't know, maybe you've got a drunk uncle or whatever it is. But don't go to that person. Go to someone who's wise. Uh, but just to finish with, what I love about the story about the Gentile woman was she stood in the gap for her daughter. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, well, I probably need to take responsibility and stand in the gap for someone. Maybe you know of someone that's going through something and maybe you need to pray for them. Or maybe you need to be Jesus to them. Maybe you need to call them, send them a text, whatever it is. I pray that the Holy Spirit would speak to you. We need to show up, not be absent, because <laughs> it's really easy to be absent. You know, we can use so many excuses. I know during 2021, my excuse was, oh, well, it's COVID. We're in lockdown. I'll tell you what's not on lockdown is the Word of God. I'll tell you what's not on lockdown is your mouth. You can still call someone. I'll tell you what's not on lockdown is uh, kindness. I'll tell you what is not on lockdown is the friendships that we have, the community that we have called the church. The church is unstoppable. And I can tell you that, you know, 
in my whole life journey, going through things when I, when I said yes to Jesus at the age of 14 to now, I've had people in the church that have helped me journey through hard times, that have helped me journey through good times. We celebrate, but also journey through, you know, when you have kids, you need some good advice. Uh, and that's what I love about the church. But I just want to encourage you out there, please show up. Get a grip. 2022, God's got you. Don't be discouraged. Just show up. Maybe you don't feel like showing up. Have you ever felt like that, Kathy? Yes. When I was dating Sam, I was 19 years old and he broke up with me. And I didn't feel like showing up to church because he broke up with me and the embarrassment of being, you know, like dumped and then you have to go to church on the next day and you don't want to show your face. But I showed up and I kept showing up. And I remember saying to people, well, my faith wasn't in my relationship with Sam. My faith is in Jesus. Show up. Say no to pride. It's like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't care what people think about me. It's about me and my faith in Jesus. So showing up, showing humility and saying yes to God, showing humility and asking for help. It's a good thing to ask for help to open up your lives and things can only get better, not worse, to shoulder responsibility, not blaming this thing or that thing, but actually taking responsibility for my life because in the end it says in Romans that we are to take a personal account before God. It's our faith before God. It's not their faith, it's, it's me and Him. God's not going to ask you about your friend. He's going to ask you about you. So shouldering responsibility. And in Romans 5, 8, it says this. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. That while we were still in our mess, God sent Jesus to die for us. While we were still messing up, while we were still living a horrible life, Christ died for us. So He knew our mess, yet He showed up. He died a horrific death on the cross and He stood in the gap for us. So I pray that you feel super encouraged, that you would hold on, that you would take a grip, get a grip on God, get a grip on His promises and know that when you show up, when you show humility and when you shoulder responsibility, you're going to know a powerful, not just a powerful presence in your life, but you're going to move forward and you're not going to be stuck. And there's something about getting a grip in Him. So I just want to pray. Jesus, I pray for those that are listening to this Word. I pray Father, that 2022 would be a year of fully trusting in you, that God, no matter what goes on, we get a grip. We hold on to your promises. We hold on to you. We love you so much, Lord. And I pray for those that are still feeling uneasy. Holy Spirit, I pray for an ease right now. I pray for peace. 
Thank you that you are still our peace in the panic. You give us faith for the future and joy on the journey. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that you are blessed, that you remember to continue to say yes to God. In Jesus' name, amen.